of uh, things going on. Oh, congratulations, man. You excited? <laughs> Sorry? You excited? Yes, I am, of course. Yeah, good on you, man. Uh, so what would you be looking to... What would you be looking to do now, like university and stuff? Um, hopefully something in film or anything on that. Um, I want to make some films and stuff like that. It's really interesting. Yeah, oh, no, that's cool as. So how's... Um, actually, I wanted to ask you, because well, I thought we'd just have a starting question, really, just to kick it all off. So how did you get into toy photography? Tell us the story. Oh, that's... That's interesting. So, um, you know, one day I was looking through Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I used to just be some, you know, I used to be that account where you just, you know, repost some art, Star Wars art. So I came up or I, I, sorry, I saw this page on my explore and uh, what's it called? Um, this account called Trooper Allegiance or Alliance. I heard, I get mixed up the name, but uh, yeah, I saw his work. I saw a lot of pictures of uh, toy photography, or stormtrooper, stuff like that. And I was like, "Wow, like, what is this?" You know, and it really grabbed my attention. <laughs> yeah, and that's where uh, I started using some Legos uh, to take pictures. If you go back to my account, you could really see the first few shots of Legos on my iPhone SE. Mm-hmm. And from there, um, I went from uh, from Legos to three and three quarter inch figures. Basically, my shock trooper is the one that I have right now. Um, yeah, I've been using that for a while, but I, um, I upgraded to six inch. So yeah, yeah, that's cool, as like I said, because I've um, we've been following each other on Instagram for a long ass time now. I'd say two to three yeah. years, I think. Yeah, I've been around since like the since Force Awakens came out around that time. Yeah, that movie also really inspired me to do some shots too. Yeah, you know, it's funny because a lot of people, like you know, I've talked to previously, you know, they really found they started doing toy photography around about the Force Awakens, around you know, like 2015, 2016. Yeah. It's like it's really kicked off, and it's just um, it's interesting how that that goes because you know like I didn't start until like the late end of 2018. Like I just I came late into it, but um, it's just amazing some of the stuff you see, uh, you know, like from people who've been doing it for years now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I hear a lot of photographers saying that that's the time where you know they got into stuff, and that's where a lot of merchandise has been released because of the movies and yeah I, that's also a big factor in why i decided to start uh toy photography hmm. now yeah, what, um again sorry oh no sorry i just want to start sorry to cut i just want to ask you so was it like like did you start off doing mainly star wars or did you kind of start doing like uh, like you did lego as well but did you do other different kinds of like you know like Marvel and such? Well, first it was really Star Wars. My account before I changed it to Astonishing Picks was uh, SW underscore Picks. Basically, it stands for Star Wars Picks, you know. Hmm. Um, I did that, and well, I started branching out to other, you know, photography, other, not photography, but um, other figures like Marvel Legends, stuff like that. And one day I was having a chat with um, a photographer, a friend of mine. Uh, I don't think he's active anymore, but uh, he told me, he's like, hey, you upload, you know, Marvel stuff. Why is your account called SWPix? And I gave it a thought. I'm like, oh, you're right. I mean, it's very specific. So I might as well, you know, change it to something more broader. Hmm. So that's what I did. And <laughs> that's my account today. Yeah. Because I really love your stuff. Because you've got a very distinct style. Like, you use, like, you know, I think how to say it. You got because you do most of your stuff indoors, eh? Yeah, most of my stuff is indoors because, you know, I, I live in the city and there's not a lot of greenery out here, not a lot of, you know, places where I can go and shoot. I mean, there is a park, but it's just, you know, it's not the same as, uh, you know, 
hiking trails and stuff like that. Mm. Is it, um, yeah, so I'm sorry, go on. I mean, sorry, no, I'm interrupting. Go on, keep going. No, yeah, I mean, I mainly focus on indoors and I started doing some, you know, dioramas and stuff like that to expand what I can do and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, mm. that's cool. That's because, um, actually, I just want to go into the process because I never, um, I I don't, I hardly do any like indoor tour photography. I think I just want to ask is like, like what is like your setup? So how would you like, you know, set up the scene and, you know, do you use any lighting or do you just use like lamps and just small little like Godox light boxes? Well, yeah, I, what I, the setup that I usually do is basically my LumCube, right? Um, the LumCube panel mini that I got recently. And I also use the lights from like tablets and stuff like that because I don't have other <laughs> light sources. So that's the only thing I use. And most of the time I have them there and on my desk. I take pictures on my desk. And, um, you know, sometimes ideas can be limited to me since, again, I don't really know what to take pictures of or like what ideas I have. And for every shot that I have, usually I try to like change things up a bit, try to make it different than what I did before. So like, you know, I don't know, they're all different. All my shots are different. So another thing is, again, I, I make my own dioramas. I usually have them in the background, but they're just the thing. I like to make different dioramas, but I haven't found the time yet because of, you know, life. Hmm. So yeah, um, usually, usually I try to get some lights and stuff like that, uh, try to make tricks and stuff like that. Well, it's cool, as because um, like I said, I, I really admire your um indoor, like you know your indoor photography, just because, like I said, I'm completely useless when it comes to photographing all these figures indoors. Because I think it's like you say, it's um, it's kind of like you're constricted to one area, you know. Yeah, and it's um, most most photographers that I've seen um you interview or like other uh. Other podcasts say that they use light, and light is the most effective thing when it comes to uh, photography because it can make a difference really uh, to the quality. Mm. Definitely, yeah. Because um, like I say, because I, I always have people asking me because I, I like I say I mainly do daytime stuff, and um, people always wondering like, how do you get the lighting that way? And I'm just like, it's just pure luck because <laughs> where the sun's placed, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I like how you do uh, all those uh, outdoor shots and stuff like that. It's really interesting how the natural lighting works in your favor when it comes to your photography. Mm. I'm, in a, I'm in a good spot because most of the stuff... Okay, I've been quite lazy. I, I'm going to admit this. I've been quite lazy the last couple of weeks. I had a bad experience at the beach where I lost Cat, my Cad Bane hat. From a Cad no Bane. way. Yeah, I lost it at the beach. Cause um, did you? No, I never did found it. No, I never found no? it. No, I have the figure, but I just don't have the hat. And I'm just sitting here like, I can't even bother taking photos of the figure anymore because I don't have the hat. <laughs> you know, dude, dude, that sucks, man. It does. <laughs> Are you like, what are you going to do? Are you going to get another Cad Bane figure? Are you most likely? I'm, I'm going to have to get another one. I messaged Hasbro about it. Try, yeah. try to see if I could get maybe a replacement, but they said, no, you're going to have to buy the figure. And I'm just thinking, thanks, Hasbro. You know, oh, that's unfortunate. It's man. bullshit, you know, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I try to also, like, you know, not to lose any of my uh, accessories that I have from the figures. Usually, I just put them in an old box or iPhone box and stuff like that. Keep them in drag, take them wherever I go. Mm. And yeah, I kept it in a bag. Well, I had like my backpack. I usually bring my backpack with me because um, I, I don't like placing my um camera on the sand because obviously all the sand will get up into the camera. So yeah, I put it, I put my camera on the bag. 
But the thing is with that Cad Bane hat, and I will I will say this is that it did it did pop off easily. I'm not quite sure if like you have a Cad Bane figure, right? No, I don't. Um, I like that figures and the character's cool, but it just didn't grab my interest. Yeah. Oh no, but like, I think yeah, I think if I'm not sure if like anyone else who's listened to this will probably agree, but I found the figure I had of Cad Bane like it was cool, didn't have any like mispaints or anything. But the hat did pop off quite a lot, considering, you know, it's meant to wrap around his head. But, yeah, I, I was just gutted. It completely ruined my day. Do you think Hasbro should have glued it down? Uh, I don't know. I feel like, you know, you could argue saying, oh, they should have glued it down. But then again, it's that it's having that, like, option of removing it, I guess. That's true. I guess I don't know. I mean, I most reviews I've seen of that figure says that his hat is securely tight or something like that. Mm. I wouldn't say it's that loose or anything. Maybe it was just your copy. I'm I'm not sure. Again, yeah. I don't have that figure, so yeah, I don't know. But it's whatever. It's just a, it sucks because I've been I've already I've already pre-ordered um, the Black Series Crosshair Bogotan and. Um, I can't remember the other guy from the Bad Batch, but the one that looked like Rambo. Um, um, Hunter? Hunter, yeah. So I've already pre-ordered them, so I'm just going to have to wait until I get paid at my next job to get Cad Bane, so that's yeah. whatever. And do figures cost more over there? Yeah. Where you're at? A lot. Um, I've always had this discussion with – I had this discussion with Greg and Andrew – um, Galactic Battlefront and Sunset Doom. They uh, they asked me about it, and so you're like, I want to ask. So the average Black Series figure price is like twenty twenty five bucks. Yeah, it's around there. Yeah, so in New Zealand, it would cost about forty five dollars to fifty. Dang. Yeah. You know what? Uh, Dar- you know the Darth Nihilus figure. Yes, the Darth Darth Nihilus. Yeah, yeah. That I went to my local GameStop and that was sixty bucks to get. Bro, that's input price right there. Exactly. It's just You could you could you could probably get like a figure art or something close to that. Yeah, it's just expensive. It's just you know I my 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 I own a photography business, so the only money I get is from running my business. So I don't yeah. get much. I I get lots of money, but they don't. It doesn't come consistently every week. So yeah, it's it's just hard to spend. But you guys have got lucky over there. Well, but I I know one thing that they're they're increasing the prices. I think in America, I don't know. Um, I um I haven't heard anything about that yet, but I I think they are kind of increasing slowly. Because I have noticed that most of them go for like twenty six now or something like that. Mm. It's just you know that they could like Black Series. It's it they got some really cool figures and stuff, but some of them you just think, yeah, that's not worth that amount of money, you know? Yeah, I mean, unless they are packing more detail and accessories, then maybe it'd be worth it. But you know, with the with how very little they come with, usually it's not worth it if it's you know, it's more expensive. Mm. Do would you like would do you collect like the figures in waves or is it more so nowadays you're just kinda like I'll just get the character I like? Yeah, I just pick and choose really. I mean I'd like to get, you know, the whole wave, but right now, you know, I obviously I don't have a job yet, so I, I don't really have any money mm. or income. Um but yeah, I just pick and choose sometimes. With some money I have saved up from like birthdays and stuff like that. Yeah. Which for, which figures are you actually like? You know, you're looking forward to. Um, as of right now, I guess I would be looking most forward to the Bo-Katan figure. Mm. <laughs> I've seen a lot of customizers out there. Like, uh, I don't know if you have heard of uh, John Rock Customs. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, he he's made on um, some, you know. 3D printed helmets and stuff like that, and I've seen other people um, paint over them to look like Bo-Katan. I'm just like, damn, that'd be neat if they came out with the Bo-Katan, or, mm. you know, something like that. So I'm excited for that figure. 
That's a figure I have uh, pre-ordered currently. Yeah, well, that's good. No good because, like, I think it's like you know, like you say, you know, like there's there's specific characters you want to get. It's like for me at the moment, I'm not. I'm only collecting anything that's like a trooper, right, or anything that's Mandalorian. Yeah, that's kind of like that's all I'm getting. I I don't buy a lot of other figures uh, except for um I did get the Marvel Legends Miles Morales, which was pretty cool. Oh, I really yeah. like it. I saw your recent shot, man. It's really cool. Oh, bro! I've literally I'm working on today where um because the first shot on the with the tech deck, like I was happy with it, but it was more like you know. Just trying to see what it would look like, but I've spent all day um, getting wires and stuff to try and make him do like a kickflip in the midair and such. So I've been working on that all day. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty pretty good. Those figures are pretty good. I've seen uh, Andrew. Uh, that's his name, right? From uh, yeah, Sunset uh, Dune. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen him grab extras. I, I don't know if they're extras, but he has them. You know. <laughs> all three on uh, Miles, uh, Peter B. Parker, and Gwen. Yeah. Oh, like the I like I said, I don't collect many Marvel Legends figures, but once I saw Into the Spider Verse was getting um, a figure line, I was like, okay, I've got to get it because I love the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about the, those figures. I mean, they're not, you know, too expensive, but they also look really good um, for you know the price and everything. Yeah, actually, um. I was going to say just with the figures as well because I'm just playing around with um Mar I've got um like with uh, Miles' head here and you actually know that, like oh I can't show you but inside the head you know where it's usually like a a, a ball joint for yeah. like the head it's kind of weird it's got like a, a cubic feel so it's like easy to like to remove the heads. That's different from what they usually have. Yeah, it's like really interesting. It's got like a yeah, it's like a cubic kind of yeah. It's got it's got it's very weird, but it's actually like easy. It's easier to remove the the faces now because I found that in um even in the uh, the Star Wars stuff, it's kind of like you know if you take off the head, you you kind of you're in fear of like you know snapping it. Yeah. Um, I like how what they're doing with uh, their figures, how um, they're changing them up a bit, you know, making them more import-like. Mm. At least that's what I heard. Yeah. Think... Um, would you would, have you uh, seen the Mayfix, the Mayfix figures of the Spider Verse? Yeah, I've seen them. I, they don't sell them like I, they don't sell them here, but I've seen them. I know they'd be quite expensive, but. They would definitely be worth it because you get a lot more accessories. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I've, I'm already seeing reviews coming out of them. So, I mean, I'd like to grab one of those too, but, uh, you know, uh, they're not really on my radar yet. So, mm. No, no. It, it's like, like I say, it just depends on what you want. You don't want to waste money on a figure that you feel like, oh, I, I have to get it. It's more like, you know, I want to get something that I want. Yeah, that's true. It's like when I saw the Miles figure, like like I say, I don't collect many Marvel Legends, but I could just imagine that with the tech deck. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to buy them. Yeah, that's really that's really cool, man. I mean, I have a small collection of uh, Marvel figures. I wouldn't say that it's just Marvel Legends, you know. Mm. I have uh, some Mayfix and some Mezco there. What would you say is like your favorite figure that you like photographing at the moment? At the moment, I probably would say the NECA Ghostface, the Ultimate Ghostface. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a, it's a recent figure that I got. Um, I just like the figure so much. I mean, the soft goods and stuff like that. It's more articulated, also too. Oh, that's cool. Um, sorry. Oh no, I was saying that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, it, it is. Um, it comes with a lot of accessories, and I've been trying to like come up with ideas. And you know, recently I just made a shot where he's you know coming from the ground, like he's mm. back from the dead. You know. Yeah, that's cool. What did you use for like? Because I'm looking at the photo right now. What did you use as uh the grass? The the grass is something I got from uh, this art and craft store, Michael's. Um, 
that's around my area. It, I try to use it like a grass, grassy plane, but it's not really the best. I kind of regret buying it because it's like every time I bring it out, like bits and pieces fall off and it makes a lot of mess. Yeah. It's like a, a mossy, mossy texture or something like that. Is it like, because, you know, with like Ghostface coming out of it, is there like an actual hole there or did you put the hole? No, I, I cut the cut the hole into it with some scissors. Ah, okay. Yeah, and I'm just like, you know, I, I might as well make use of this, you know. I mean, I don't really like it that much. I might get like a new grass themed area. I don't know. Mm. Stuff like that. Yeah. No, it's like, there's, there's been times where like, Again, it's like saying, you know, when you photograph indoors, you have to use a lot more props and such. And like you said earlier, you know, you use um, like custom custom made stuff. And it's like the same as, same as you. I just don't have enough time to make stuff like that. It's just kind of like if I want to get a rock, I'll just go outside and get a rock. I won't like, you know, paper mache and paint one. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's kind of more complex, I would say, to shoot indoors because, like, you have to make, you have to cover around your surroundings of the thing you, the things you want in your frame and not. Um, I have to play a lot with the lights because sometimes my pictures come out grainy from the darkness and stuff like that. Mm. And I try to fix that. Yeah. And it's, no, it's the same with me. That's like another thing as well. It's like, is the, darker like the the area is it's um you know you have to boost your iso and then you get more like grainy images and i'm not a big fan yeah. of grain i try to have low as an iso as possible yeah that's true i mean you know i i'm still kind of discovering and new features in my camera because i haven't been doing much i just trying to you know i, I am trying new things in my camera and i I'm still trying to find a way to, you know, I don't know, improve my quality shots because uh, I don't really edit in my computer. Mm -hmm. uh, I edit in my phone. <laughs> and oh. I don't know if that's, that's a part of it. Why I don't think that, well, I don't think my shots look as good as they should because of the editing software. I don't know if it's because of that or not. I think it's like, well, like I say, when I look, when I look at your stuff, you know, you like you can't like the the thing is is you can't you know you can't see a there's not really much of a difference say if you were editing on your phone you know it's like it because it, it, I use like from time to time I have Lightroom on my laptop I also have Lightroom on my phone and there's really not much of a difference it's more like how the file is carried over or like how compressed it is yeah I mean. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it affects anything as much, but yeah, I, I don't really edit on my computer, you know, I tried, I mean, there's this other app called Pixlr, I don't know if you heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. Kind of like, yeah, it's like Photoshop, and I tried editing on there uh, a picture, but I just couldn't get the hang of it because I'm used to editing on my phone uh, using the Lightroom and Photoshop Fix and Pixlr, you know. Hmm. Uh, it, it's what you're used to. Like bef before, I used Photoshop. It was like I used Corral. Like it was some kind of editing system called Corral. And when you go to Photoshop and you use Lightroom, it's like an entirely different thing. And it's quite daunting using a lot of the stuff because if you don't understand what half the stuff does, it's going to make it a lot harder. Yeah, I mean. I know my way around Photoshop a bit because last year I had like a, a graphics design class, but you know, because of COVID, um, we didn't end up doing much there. So mm. I kind of lost touch with the all projects and stuff like that that we had going on. Well, what was COVID like for you last year? Because I mean, I, I've always asked everyone that's on that's been on so far about it. Everyone's got a different response to it, but I just want to know, like, what was COVID like for you? Well, at first, COVID, I mean, it, it started hitting the, the U.S. So, like, we were still in school for, like, for, like, the first month. I think it was March or something like that. And 
we've heard like a lot of campuses shutting down and stuff like that, but we were still in class and stuff like that. So after that, they announced that we were going to go on break for like two weeks because of COVID or quarantine. But, you know, here I am still at home. Hmm. It's been it's been way past that. So yeah, we've been in we've been doing a lot of online classes and stuff like that. Yeah, which is like it has been more difficult for me because I I learn better a person like that in person three. Yeah, and yeah, it's I mean I haven't been out much. Um, I'm usually at home all week, so I either do work or you know just take some pictures of that. Hmm. Not a lot. It's yeah. been basically for me. It's been very boring. Hmm. <laughs> that's all I could say. Yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. Like it was the same with me as well. I, I was, uh, we had we had to do the Zoom classes, and like you, I'm not very good when it comes to like you know, I'm more of like actually being in the classroom than actually being on like a you know the Zoom meetings as such. Because it was bad because you wouldn't have um, we didn't have like slideshow panels or whatever, so it was just the person talking, and you just feel like you want to go to sleep, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like you know, it's from it's also kind of hard to like learn from home because you have all the a lot of distractions, you know. Especially me, since I have uh, all my figures displayed in my room, I just get distracted easily. Yeah, same as me. I have I have my Xbox like right next to me, and when it's you're hearing them talk and you feel like. I just really want to play MCC right now. <laughs> I just want to play. I want to play Call of Duty. You know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'd rather be doing that instead of you know being in class for like eight hours or something like that. Mm. Yeah, it's just you know last year was just like strange. And like now, I've always said this, but last year was kind of like it, like stuff happened, but you felt like nothing happened at the same time because it just went by so fast. Yeah, that's true. I mean, every time like a day came by, it just felt like, uh, like an hour or so. I mean, I, you just stay home like for a day or like, you know, just stay home. And it feels like the whole week passed by really fast. Yeah. Especially when yeah. something happened every month, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, Something new had to happen every month. Hmm. There was uh, the fires, the it's about you know Kobe passing away, yeah, and uh, protests and stuff like that. The elections and everything, you know, just a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, a lot, <coughs> man, a lot. Hmm. But um, a lot. Luckily, luckily, in New Zealand at the moment. Uh, we're not we're not in quarantine anymore so everything's kind of like back to normal but it feels weird because you're so because when you've had a whole year of being like inside your house and you can't go anywhere and it's just like now they're saying okay you can go outside now just feels weird <laughs> this is a dumb question but you guys still wear masks out there right uh no we don't wear masks well you can you can wear a mask because technically there's no covid traces here but people just wear masks, you know, for the sake of it, depending who you are. I, I got to move there. Yeah, oh, it's great. You know, like, we're kind of lucky because everyone asks, like, saying, "Oh, you know, how does how does that how did that happen?" I'm just thinking, you know, we're 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 down the bottom of the world, and we we don't have like in comparison to America, like one our whole population of New Zealand could probably not couldn't even fit. Would be like up. I've been seeing a lot of you know patients go in there, mm. and yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of scary. Um, but I just hope with the vaccine that's been rolling out, I hope you know things settle down soon. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. It's just um, just kind of hoping things will get back to normal. And it's just it's kind of like it's more like when it's going to get back to normal. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, things have definitely changed uh, because of that. What, what? And most most people are saying that, like, you know, wearing masks and stuff like that is going to be the new normal for now on. 
Mm. So yeah. How, what would what would you let just just like you know just asking, but what would be like? How how would you think um? It would be uh, I'm trying to think of the question here. Um, when do you think things will get back to normal? How long do you think it will take? When? Um, probably in like two years. Probably two years. The least. Yeah, two to three years. I I think. I mean. Um, I, I, th I know the businesses right now are like, where, where, where I live are like getting back, uh, to opening and stuff like that. Um, but of course there's a lot of precautions. So I, I hope things get better, um, next year or in two years or so. Mm. Has any of like the, the save, like you've ordered stuff online, like, you know, like I found when I ordered stuff off big bad toy stores that like stuff kind of got delayed was there any figures for you that got delayed during that time um odd enough no um I'm, i haven't gotten any delays well there was this whole um what's it called megaopolis scandal that happened a few months back mm -hmm. um but i don't think that was related to covid i mean it it might happen but uh uh yeah i tried to order the Black Series Stormtroopers, the, the new one that came out. Mm -hmm. And I, I had a pre-order there, but then they pushed it back, you know, sometimes like a week or two. And I waited and I'm like, all right, it's, you know, COVID, I understand why. So after that, it was a month and then two months. And then after that, I saw on social media that like, you know, there was a scandal going on. So I just canceled my order and, you know, asked for a refund. Yeah. And yeah, and from there I saw the stormtrooper on Amazon. They had it available, so I—that's where I got it from. No, the new stormtroopers are are pretty cool. Like I've I've still got a few of the old ones, but I but having the new ones, it's actually really cool. Like, well, I've got the incinerator trooper, but that one feels a lot more. It's a lot easier to like actually pose. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm loving the new. Uh, body and mold for it. I mean, I have only one stormtrooper from like the the old ways and stuff like that. I mean, I like the figure. I like um, how it looks, but it just you know it's kind of outdated at this point. And I'm glad to I'm glad that Hasbro has updated the body. Yeah. Uh, what really shocked me when I was posing the incinerator was that it could actually stand on one foot and still support itself. I know I don't have any Black Series figure that does that. Really? I haven't, I didn't know I could do that. Yeah, like I did a, I, I did a wee practice on it and um, like just doing like a running pose. And he actually managed, he actually manages just to support himself on one foot, which is really cool. Oh, that's awesome, man. How many, how many of the Stormtroopers do you have? Um, I'll have a look real quick, but I think I've just got probably one. I've technically I've got five stormtroopers, but they're kind of all different. You know, I've got the incinerator, I've got the regular one, I've got the 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 squad agent that kind of looks like a Tie Fighter pilot, and oh, that one, and I've got the ATST driver. I mean, like. The new Stormtrooper, how many do you have of those? Oh, just two. Just two at the moment. Just two? Yeah. Uh, they all sold out because I mean, we had cool. scalpers. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, they're kind of hard to get because a lot of people are buying them in bulk and stuff like that. Mm. I understand why, but uh, I just I can't really find them when I go hunting, uh, you know, when I go to the store and stuff like that. They're usually there, but, you know, a lot of scalpers are, you know, buying them. Mm. And selling it for more. It was like with the Ahsoka Tano. That one I saw a lot, like just on people's Instagram stories. Were get those figure that one specific figure, the Ahsoka Tano one, where it got pre-ordered immediately, and people bought like five to six Ahsoka Tanos and tried to sell them off. Oh yeah, the 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 new one, right? The Clone Wars. Yeah, it was like a Walmart exclusive, I think. Yeah, I, I have that. I mean, I got that. That's the only figure that I've got, gotten up early and 
I, you know, I was lucky enough to like place an order, and then like a few seconds later, I found out that they were like, you know, like they were out, like pre-orders were sold out, and then they were back up and then sold out again. It's just, I just got the one though. Yeah, well, um, you only need one. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, I think I think people buy like two or three or something like that. I mean, I think I saw this photographer like he has like three or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing he's reselling at least one because I know that there's a lot of card collectors out there that like to buy two. You know. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple of people that like to. Well, I feel like it's kind of to me. It, it's just my opinion, but I find it quite ridiculous. Where someone buys, they they buy two just for one to be in the box, and then one outside of the box. Yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, they're you know they're toys. They're meant to be you know played with and stuff like that. Exactly. But at the same time, I I understand why they want to keep it in there. I mean, it it does kind of look cool or like in a display sense, but. Mm. You know, I don't really do that. Yeah, well, we don't have enough money to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. You know. I mean, I, I tried doing it, uh, keeping a, a figure inside the box. Uh, it was like a three-three-quarter inch figure. It was like all steels and stuff like that. It was like in a protective case, too. Mm-hmm. But I, I just opened that sucker up because I couldn't help it. Yeah, it's just... And, yeah, and I don't even take pictures of that figure. Yeah. Uh, see, that's the thing. It's just... Like I like we buy the we buy the figures because we know we're gonna photograph them. So it's just like I we well I don't keep many of the boxes. The only boxes I've I've actually kept are all the lightning collection boxes because they all look really nice, all lined up together. Oh yeah, I mean I have a a couple of lightning collections and they look nice. Yeah, oh um, favorite figures, I love them. Yeah, I mean. I, I do keep boxes, but if I, I don't have the space for them, I'll just throw them away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's in, a way, in a way, it kind of hurts. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Because like, when, I, when I first got like the first wave, like the, the first one that initially came out, and I was, I was, I was going to throw the boxes away, but then I thought to myself, well, they would look really nice when you get like the whole team and you line the boxes up. Oh yeah, I mean, I like how they, you know, they, they could line up and like make some artwork and stuff like that. It's really nice. Yeah, especially with the the new black series, um, the new boxes, how they you know line up and make one picture or mural. If you keep the boxes, of course. Yeah. Do you like them? Do you like the boxes, the new ones? The black series, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I mean. Um, they do take up more space on my shelf, and my shelf isn't that big. But for the most part, I do, I do like them. Yeah, because um, what was it? I can't remember who I was talking about it with, but it was like the one I had a man of mine whose problem with the new box is like he liked them, but it kind of stuffed up his order of like you know the like when you had the the numbered ones. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think people also complain about that. That mm. you know, it's not ordered as it was back then so i'm like i mean i understand that but you know i mean it we need a new new packaging mm. yeah yeah and how they're how they're doing it with the subline because you know um it's each wave is like you know has different figures from each different subline and if you want to have a mural of a specific one you have to you know buy them mm. Is that, I want to bring up something just recent as well because they released the 50th anniversary like Bl Black Series archive stuff, you know, where it had Thrawn, Commander Cody, and all the, I think the I think Hoff Luke as well. I think Hoff also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like that line. I think the well, I I only got I'll be honest with you. I only got Cody because I needed a Cody because I didn't pick one up when it first initially came out. But wait, do you have wait? Do you have two Codys or just that one? Just that one because they never they never released um the original like I think it was like the orange line of Commander Cody. I think. Oh yeah, those <laughs> I remember. Um the packaging for those. I didn't pick any of them up at the time either. Yeah. 
So like I wanted to get Cody because I remember they did like a voting thing on Hasbro, like which figure they want to bring back, and they brought back Cody. I was excited. Yeah. I was excited at first, but then I kind of realized when I saw the bot when they released like the the art box for it, I'm thinking you didn't even give him a face sculpt. <laughs> it's just the exact same thing. Oh yeah, I was I was also disappointed. I mean, a lot of people were hoping for like at least like a a new head, you know, something to, you know, make it, you know, a more appealing to collectors, but they just re-released it. I mean, it's fine for those people that missed it the first time, but, you know, it's kind of disappointing that they didn't add any, any other accessories. Mm. It was like, just... they also could have added the, what's it called, the, the hologram of Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. I don't think they did. No, they didn't add it in there. Like I know they did it for like a Hot Toys version, but yeah, it was just disappointing. It was just again, I just get annoyed at repackaging some things. If you're gonna like bring back something like Cody, you bring him back with maybe maybe just one more accessory and you know have a removable helmet where you can see his face because we all know what he looks like, so he should have a face skull. Yeah. yeah, it can't be that hard too. I mean, they already have like head sculpts already of, you know, of, uh, Tamar Morrison, right? Yeah. Um, they also, they, about that too, the, don't they have, um, a head sculpt of Tamar Morrison under the, the new body of the Stormtrooper? Yeah. They have like, it's like a white face sculpt, I think. Yeah. I mean, they could have just grabbed one of those and modified it and slapped some paint onto it or photo reel. Hmm. and you could have gotten right there a separate head exactly you know to me i was kind of hoping when they were doing this new line of like you know they could have done it for the what is it the camino the camino security trooper i think yeah yeah like that could have been a good opportunity to start introducing these figures with just like a generic clone face sculpt I mean, I think they, I think they had the idea. I think, I mean, it's, it's there for a reason. I think that mm. they had, maybe they had the idea of like, you know, um, maybe having a removable helmet and stuff like that. But I, I don't know if it's because of budgetary reasons why they couldn't do it or they just forgot about it. But, you know, it was there and I think they thought about it. But for some reason, I guess they mm. didn't decide to pull the trigger on it. Yeah, because yeah, uh, it's up to it's up to like customizers now. I guess I've seen a lot of customizers like opening up or like pulling the heads out and stuff like that, and painting painting them up. Hmm. Yeah, because uh, you see with the customizers, they do stuff. They do more of more of a better job. But then again, people say like, "Oh, well, you know, they're like we're custom like we're." People who do the customized custom custom troopers and such, they're a lot more precise because they have a lot more time to work on it than you know, like a mass produced figure. Yeah, that's true. I mean, a lot of times I I tell myself I'm like, oh, if a customizer can do this really well and they look like the heads and stuff like that look lifelike, why can't you know like a company like Hasbro do it? But uh, then I think about that it's you know mass produced and stuff like that and kind of difficult mm. for uh you know to get the details there so yeah yeah because um i'm not sure how they do it nowadays but because uh, like you know they do like the the only thing i would be i'm only disappointed in hasbro at the moment it's just the way they do how they paint the figures because you always get like a mispaint from time to time oh yeah i mean you know, mispaints are like kind of unfortunate. I mean, they should, they should at least have like a, what's it called? Like, you know, quality control, like better quality control with their figures. Mm. No, nobody wants to get a, you know, a mispainted figure, you know. Um, but you know, again, I think customizers would, uh, would fix that. But, you know, to the average person, they, you know, it's definitely a bummer and like, a lot of money, I guess. Yeah, because considering how much you're paying for it, you know, you know, forty-five or twenty-five bucks, you're still paying a bit of money there, and you expect at least a, 
a quality product. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, you don't expect much if it's like a $20 figure. I mean, maybe a little effort and stuff like that, but, you know, mm. um, at least from what I've seen or from what I've gotten, um, it's all fine, I guess, but, you know, I have seen people with, like, you know, terrible paint or, like, quality control, especially with the Stormtrooper helmets and the cone helmets, how they came out warped. Like, I definitely got the Incinerary Trooper that his helmet is kind of warped, but, but um, you know, I just, I don't mind it. It's not that warped, but, you know, you could definitely tell that it is. Yeah, because um, I'm going to get my Incinerary Trooper just real quick because I want to have a look. Because I did, like, I thought it was just me that there was a bit of a warp to it. But just having a look. Yeah, because I can kind of... I can kind of see it, but it doesn't bother me for some reason. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, uh, I know most of the Stormtroopers have them, but uh, um, the one that mine has, it doesn't really bother me. <laughs> it's just there, you know. Yeah. But it kind of gives, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think how to way to put this, but it kind of has that, like, Rebels kind of feel to the helmet. I don't know, maybe because it's a bit more flat. But oh yeah. Um also like I don't think I'm I don't mind it either because you know, in the movies, especially in the first Star Wars movie, I mean none of the helmets were symmetrical, so I think you know, we're all fine with that because of that. Yeah. I quite like how they um sorry, just going just wanna point just one last thing, is just to have like the shoulder plates are flexible. Oh yeah. Um I like that. They added that, you know, flexibility and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. But yeah. Yeah. Um, the the arm articulation for the trooper is also pretty good. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just doing that thing again I was talking about earlier because it can sit on, like, just one foot. It's literally just standing by itself right now in a running pose. But I, I don't know why. I know Maybe it's just my figure, but I really like how they did that because... Every other figure I've gotten from Hasbro, either that be Marvel Legends or Star Wars or Power Rangers, this is the only figure that actually can stand on one foot and not fall over. I mean, I haven't, I don't, I mean, I haven't done that test on my Stormtrooper yet, but, you know, I'm pretty sure, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure you could do that. Hmm. Um... I don't know if it's just me too, but um, I when I look at the belt of the incinerated trooper, like the regular stormtrooper, I I don't know if it's just me, but I I see it kind of yellowed. But at the same time, when I take a closer look, it's not, but it is. I don't know why. I've, I mean, I think I mean like it it looks yellowed, but you know I don't know I don't know it just it's kind of weird for me. Yeah, and no, I'm, I'm seeing what you're saying because, like, I'm, I'm looking, like, from a distance. It looks a bit yellow, but then when I look a bit closer, it's completely white. I think that's mainly down to because I've had problems like this with my Lego. Like, I have, like, real old, like, Lego clone troopers from, like, 2009. And they're really, like, well, the leg parts and the chest piece are yellowed out. But that's because I think they're exposed to the sun, I think, for a long time. I think the white just starts to um, fade away. I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, to me, the the stormtrooper body mold definitely does trick me with the yellowing thing. Um, but again, it's not yellowed, but you know. Yeah. It's pretty. You know, it's pretty good, I guess. Hmm. But um. Do you, Do you take any Lego shots? Yeah, I've done I've done Lego. It, it's hard because I do like I've like a distinct style where I fo I photograph everything like portrait, you know, like not mm -hmm. horizontal. Yeah. So it's like it's hard to fit a um, it's like it's like hard to, f to try and do a Lego shot that's vertical, because since like like the, these figures are like six inches tall. Because what I like, the way I like to photograph things, I like to have my camera pointing up slightly towards them, so they look a lot larger. It's hard to do that with Lego because they're quite short. 
Yeah. I mean, I I don't really take much, much pictures with my Legos anymore. I mean, they're nice, but, you know, it's kind of hard to, like, focus on them. Kind of hard to make them make him feel believable and stuff like that. Mm. But, you know, they're just, they're just figures, you know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, if I ever do Lego shots, I always go um look up Ryan's Instagram page. Um, Tiermir, I think, mm-hmm. and he does like oh, a, yeah. he does amazing Lego shots. And I always kind of like I've always asked him just for advice about it because he just he poses the Lego minifigures like in such believable way. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen some of his work. It's like pretty cool. I mean, I've seen a lot of. Uh, animators and stuff like that use like putty or something to like keep them in place you know make them make them posed in like a way that you wouldn't really see legos in pretty interesting yeah um i actually am i am planning on doing a lego shot in a in probably next week next weekend um i was listening to a a lot of uh i just go when just flicking through youtube and you see a lot of um those like us like army boot camp stuff right yeah and there was this video i saw of where they do that kind of like it's, it's called a candidate it's where it's like the drill sergeant is singing and then like what they and the 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 recruits have to like respond and i, I saw this video that was called titled like hard work or something it was like a song they were singing and i thought okay mm-hmm. I, I can see if i'll try and do that like do that like Lego clone trooper uh, boot camp, rec- you know, like where they're marching all at the same time, and they have like a drill sergeant. Oh, that's that's a pretty cool um, concept. Yeah, so it's just putting it together because it it's like you know you have it in your head. It's just trying to mm-hmm. get it onto like you know, the trying to get it into reality. Yeah, um, I, you know, I've thought about doing stuff like that. You know, like. Like what you said, like concepts like that, it's pretty cool. I mean, once you have an idea, um, you kind of want to, you know, write it down or like, you know, do it so you won't lose, you know, the vision that you mm. have for it. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. like, like I said, we're just with, um, it either just comes in the middle, it like it comes in the middle of the night, you know, when you're like just on your phone and you're just like flicking through instagram or youtube and then you just get an idea out of nowhere and you have to like like you say quickly jot it down so you remember it tomorrow yeah you know uh that's pretty it's pretty you know it, it comes it comes and goes you know mm. I, I will there's been times where um, like, i forget stuff yeah yeah um one thing i want to ask um do you have like a schedule for like taking pictures or do you, do you just you know just take shots whenever you know you have free time ah so yeah so i used to i used to like be like i used to be like everyone else where like you know you kind of upload three times a week but then i started to realize that that's not really possible on the schedule i'm on so i what i do now is that i just photograph once every week on the weekend and if i'll usually have an idea by the time the weekend strolls up but if i don't but say on the instance that i don't have an idea i just won't photograph because i'd rather photograph like my idea like that's really good than kind of walk out there and just do it on the fly and you get like a like for me i'll t- i'll probably take a half ass shot if i'm not thinking about it yeah i mean like i also try to like you know, try to make a schedule for like one what I want to do. Like, I try to at least make like one or two pictures or like take shots one or two. You know, every like week or so. Mm. You know, but you know sometimes I just do it when I you know feel like it or like when I have time. And I've taken a lot of pictures before, so yeah, it, it's better to like have one really good idea and take the shot than have kind of like free mediocre ideas you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah i have those instances too i mean i like 
there was this point where like I just wanted to like upload pictures like every day, <laughs> but that's insane. I mean, mm. um, I took pictures and like they came out mediocre looking. I'm like, I can't upload this. This looks, you know, you know, it doesn't look as good, and like it just looks like I slacked off. I mean, there are definitely some pictures that I have uploaded that you know aren't up to my expectations. Like most of them are. And usually I just either delete them or just archive them because, you know, I I don't think it looks good in my gallery. Yeah. No, I feel you on that because um, there's been times where I've looked like, I'll be honest, I, I've deleted one or two photos off my Instagram, not because like, uh, you know, it, it was terrible. It, it was more like, this is not something I would do. You know what I mean? It's like it, looking back on it, it's not a shot I would make which makes me like less happy with it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, there's a, there's some pictures that you feel like, you know, they're good and then others, you know, mm. they're not as good. But yeah. It, it was like, for instance, um, I'm just going, I'm just having a look at my profile. Uh, I, before I did the commander Cody shot that was on the beach, I had one where he was on a rock with captain Rex. Mm -hmm. And when I uploaded the ball, I shouldn't have uploaded that. I knew beforehand I shouldn't have uploaded that image because I wasn't happy with it. And the reason because is we always fall into that trap of like, we have to upload something or, you know, we're going to lose followers and shit. Sometimes I just, yeah. come, sometimes I just come back to it. I'm thinking, I don't really, it's like, I really don't care. It's more like I'm, I'd rather be happy with uploading something I like. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I mean, um, right, like today, um, in the morning, I uploaded the my recent shot. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to do as well as my other shots, but, you know, I just uploaded it because, like, I wanted to. Mm. There are those moments, too. Yeah. And this, I've seen, like, on Instagram recently, and I don't usually go into, like, I don't usually go into, like, big topics and stuff like that, but when people talk about, like, but I've seen, and I'm not going to name names, but I've seen Instagram stories where like people kind of like complain about the amount of likes they get on photos. Like, oh, yeah. they say, oh, only 80 people have liked my image. I'm thinking, I mean, that's still pretty good. If you think about it, that's 80 people who saw your work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I've seen those people. And to be honest, I, I do. I am. I feel like I'm. I'm one of those people, but I just don't really say anything. Mm. I mean, I'm just like, well, at least you know, these certain people saw my work, and like, I'm glad that they saw it. You know, I think about that too. So like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter to me, mm. even though initially it does. But no, about it. Yeah. Oh no, it's just. It's just. I. I think I've always like. We're kind of we're kind of humble about it because, like I said, at the end of the day, I'd rather have eighty people acknowledge and saw my work than none. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think um, definitely. Yeah. And pl plus, nowadays with the algorithm being really shitty, it, a lot of people seem like I see a lot of people now where they're like, "Oh, you know, due to the al algorithm, I'm just going to post Star Wars pics." I really don't care what the algorithm is. I'm just going to post what I want to post, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, you post whatever you want, man. I mean, it's your account, your photo, you know, your work. You decide what you want to do with it. Mm. Mm -hmm. well, definitely. definitely. Um, we're, we're reaching out to the, at the end point, um, David. So I just want to ask you one last question before we end. Um, is um, what what piece of advice would you give to someone who is coming up and doing toy photography? What advice would you give them? Okay, so the advice I would give is, you know, start out with whatever you have, you know. I mean, you don't have to rush into things right away, you know. Make sure you gain some practice and, you know, get informed of, you know, whatever hobby or, like, you know, this profession that you're getting into. And yeah, just do your research and be patient. <laughs> That's all I could. That's all the advice I could give.
That's right. No, that's good advice. So to anyone that's listening to this podcast, I want to say thank you for listening so far. Do, do please check out David's Instagram page at Astonishing Picks. On Instagram, he's got amazing work. Please check him out. And um, next next uh, podcast, we're going to be talking with Steve from SCR Concepts. So that's going to be cool as well. Um, this episode should be out probably in the next couple of days. See how I, I'm a bit busy, so I'll see how it goes. But I, I will up this, upload this before the end of the weekend. Um, so thanks you again, David, for coming along and having a chat with us. It's really been great chatting with you. Nice being here, man. This was all right. I will see everyone in the next episode.